Hi, I am Confucius, and I changed the world. Actually, my name isn't really Confucius. I was born Key of the Clan Kong in China, in 551 BCE. Most of my family and friends called me Zhongni, but my students called me Kong Fuzi, meaning Master Khan. It wasn't until long after my death that Western missionaries who discovered my writings started calling me Confucius to make it sound more Latin. I don't like it. You may call me Master Kong if you please. I lived during what was called the Spring and Autumn period in Chinese history. China has had many dynasties over the centuries, with emperors trying to rule over all the vast land. This is not an easy thing to do. So the empire consisted of smaller states, each with their own ruler. In my time, these rulers often fought with each other over territory and power. It was my lifelong dream to become an advisor to kings, teaching them how to rule with wisdom and set an example for the people. I wanted to restore the traditions and values of China by encouraging a sense of order and virtue in everyone, from the lowliest peasant to the mightiest king. Sadly, while I was alive, I was never able to convince a ruler to hire me and implement my beliefs. Although I wandered for years from court to court, ah, but I had the last laugh. Because after I failed to find a job as an advisor to kings, I became a very well-respected scholar and teacher. My students and disciples helped me during my life and after my death to edit and put together five of the most influential books in human history. You know them as the four books of Confucianism and the five Chinese classics. These books and much of my philosophy eventually became the basis of Chinese and East Asian culture. Long after I died, this philosophy became known as Confucianism, named after me. Many people consider Confucianism to be a religion, but I don't really see it that way. I look at it as more of a way of life, and people are still following it. Two and a half centuries later, the four books of Confucianism are called the Great Learning, the Doctrine of the Mean, and Analects, which is my favorite, and Mencius. The Great Learning was written by me and many of my disciples. It dealt with what we called investigation. Investigation had nothing to do with solving scientific or other types of tangible problems, but rather it was about looking inward at ourselves and how we think about the world. I'm proud to say that the doctrine of the mean was actually written by my grandson, who, of course, learned everything he knew from me. It lays out three main guidelines for becoming a superior person: self-awareness. Tolerance and sincerity. So, how do we become superior individuals? Well, it all begins with learning. Everything depends on knowledge and wisdom. Is it not pleasant to learn with a constant perseverance and application? Wisdom is about truth. 
They who know the truth are inferior to those who love it, and they who love it are inferior to those who delight in it. Remember also that learning is not just for school children. It is a lifelong process. The Analects is a collection of organized sayings and conversations by me that my disciples put together. People still often quote the Analects today. In one short dialogue, one of my students, Zhu Kang, asked me if there was one single word which would be a guide to conduct throughout one's life. I replied that it is perhaps the word Shu, what you do not want done to yourself, do not do to others. Human society would never have advanced without this simple concept, which the Chinese call Shu, or reciprocity. Much like the Analects, Menshuis is a collection of Confucian wisdom, but from a student of my grandson named Menshuis. Menshuis believed that humans were basically good by nature. The five classics are Chinese historical texts that are basic reading for any Confucian scholar. They are the classic of poetry, the book of documents, the book of rites, the book of changes, and the spring and autumn annals. I compiled the classic of poetry from a collection of important Chinese oral poems and songs that have been around for many centuries. The book of documents contains old speeches and doctrines from ancient Chinese rulers. Ritual is a very important part of Confucianism. The Book of Rites describes many Chinese social and ceremonial rituals that help form the basis of an orderly society. The Book of Changes is a little different. It is an ancient manual for interpreting random numbers to help determine the correctness of a course of action. It is a form of divination Finally, the Spring and Autumn Annals is an official historical record of a 241-year period in my home state of Lu. I told you that I wanted to restore order and virtue to the Chinese states. Virtue, however, is not just about how we deal with others, like in the concept of Shu. An essential part of virtue is how we cultivate our own development especially when it comes to learning. If we become knowledgeable, then we can become good, sincere people. Good, sincere people have good families. Good families make healthy communities, which creates a strong state. So you see, the virtue and order are intertwined. Virtue is about becoming a superior individual so that you can become a building block for a strong, virtuous state. Building a strong, virtuous, healthy, and lasting kingdom begins with everyone doing their part to gain the knowledge necessary to be sincere and virtuous individuals that understand and respect their place in their family and in society. I know that sentence is too long to fit on one fortune cookie.